Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive into the show. Welcome to today's show, and today I'm talking about the two-step process that I use to shift body fat in both my clients and also what I'm applying in my own life right now, as I'm looking to shift a little bit of my own body composition and create a bit more muscle and lose a little bit of fat. So that's what we're talking about today, which is exciting. And kind of also, I always feel a little bit like, talking about body fat and weight and shifting that because it's, I don't know, it's just become this really like emotionally triggering thing, which I totally get. But I also feel quite strongly that um, being empowered around your body means being empowered with the knowledge of how to create the body composition that you want and that works for you. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, no, I just like I'm just this size. And yes, it's great to accept your body as it is because it's beautiful and worthy, whatever size, whatever body composition you have. But you should also be empowered to just know how your biology works so that if you want to, you can shift your body composition to whatever way, to however you want it to be. So that's what I'm sharing with you. And it's currently what I am applying my own life. My twin, I had my twins just over a year ago and I'm just looking to shift a little bit my body composition. I lost a lot of muscle with the girls because I was bed bound and I wanted to gain some of that back and shift a little bit of fat. And it's actually a really like no drama process. Like it can be. Anyway, and that's what I'm sharing with you. And this is also what I apply with my clients as well. Um, and I find that it works really, really well if one of their kind of key goals is around body composition and decreasing body fat, which it is for not all my clients, but for a good handful of them where they just know their uh, body fat and body size isn't really serving them in the way that they want. So that is happening today, which is super fun. Um, I hope you are enjoying some sunshine and Easter bunny loveliness. Um, we had a very fun Easter egg hunt and I tried to get my one-year-old twin girls involved and obviously they were not remotely interested until the chocolate came out. So good to know they take after their mum. But yeah, that's basically been happening here. I've just been working with clients, chatting to some new potential clients. I do still have, well, as of recording this, which is in advance, but as of recording this, I do have space for new clients. So if you want to chat about it, do book your call. Otherwise, let's get on and chat about body fat. Ooh. Hey, hey, hey. I'm interrupting myself to tell you something really, really important. So you listen to this podcast. So I'm guessing you would love to create more energy. You'd love to have a flatter belly, better digestion, more glowing skin, healthy balanced hormones, right? And chances are you're really struggling with that. You've listened to this podcast. You maybe implemented a couple of things. You've actually, you're actually trying hard to make changes, but you're not seeing the results. You're still struggling with bloating. Your skin's weird. Your hormones are out of balance. Your bowels are just embarrassing. Whatever it is, 
I know I can help. And the great thing is, is I currently have capacity to take on new clients. I'm officially done with maternity leave. I have some great childcare, so I can take on a lot more clients, which is exciting. So if you've been on the fence about working with me, you're like, oh, I'm not sure. Will this work? Will it not? Then listen up. I'll also be increasing my prices soon as well. So if you've been wanting to work with me and you're really not sure, now's a great time to book in a call with me just so we can chat it through because you also might mean you save money as well. So if you head to keziahall.com forward slash book, you can book in your free Zoom call with me. And this is a totally chilled, no pressure, informal chat where I just find out more about what's happening. We'll chat through what your program might look like, what it is that you might need to make progress. And then you can go and decide what's going to be the best fit for you. I offer also offer installment plans in terms of payment. So wherever your finances are, there's probably an option we can find that works for you. I know I can help you. I've worked with thousands and thousands of women. I've been doing this for years. I've done loads of training, fully qualified to do this. And I would love to help you create more energy, a happier flatter belly, more balanced hormones, glowing skin, deal with any pain issues. This is what I do with clients every single week. And we could get start working together within the next couple of weeks, which is so exciting. So kezyohall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me to find out more so that you can get in before the price increase and we could get started soon. Just think where you could be in eight weeks time, how you could feel in that amount of time. And if you like this podcast, chances are you will love working with me in this program because we'll just get you results really fast. That is the power of personalized approaches to your health and body and nutrition. Okay. I'd love to chat with you soon. So keziahall.com forward slash book to book your call. That's keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call. I'll send you an email after the booking's made and then we'll chat on Zoom, which will be really, really fun. Okay. Sending you lots of love. So we're going to be talking about body fat today and the two-step process that I use with my clients and that I'm currently using with myself when it comes to shifting body fat, changing body composition. So I'm going to be telling with you these two steps and using kind of my own body as an example, what I'm doing right now, as well as kind of weaving in different kind of client case stories where this has been a main goal. So I'm excited. Um, I want to talk a little bit about this. I always feel like a slight nervousness maybe of of like talking about weight and body fat and these kind of things, but it's also something that I get asked about an awful lot. So there's a lot of stuff out there when it comes to body size, body fat, weight, body image, these kind of things. But there's a couple of things that I know to be true. The size of your body and the weight of it and the amount of body fat that you have on you is no indication of your character, of your worth, of your activity levels, or even necessarily what you eat. I also think that you are allowed and you should have the information and be empowered to be whatever size you want to be, whatever body composition you want to have with your body. Maybe you want to have lots of muscle, be really stacked and look like one of those CrossFit people. Maybe you don't really want to build a lot of muscle and you want to have more curves and more body fat. You don't really like the whole working out thing. Like whatever body composition that you want to have, 
I think you should know how to have that. There should be permission, number one, and also it should be possible. You should know it's possible for you. It's really just about choice. And I really think people should be empowered around their bodies. And being empowered doesn't mean, oh, well, there's nothing you can do about your weight. Being empowered isn't, well, I've tried losing, changing my body fat and it's never worked before and I can't seem to lose weight and keep it off. That doesn't feel empowered to me. That's not empowerment. Empowerment is going, okay, what do I really want right now in my life? Um, You know, maybe I do want to get a bit leaner. Okay, cool. Like I know how to do that. Do I want to do that? Yeah, okay, maybe I do. Or no, I can't be bothered right now. That's fine. (laughs) Both are great answers. But yeah, if I really wanted to get leaner, I totally know what I could do to do that. Great, I'll do it. Or no, I can't be bothered. Because I really do think, and I say this to clients a lot, you really should have your body in in the place um, and your health and gut and hormones and all these kind of things in the place where essentially you can be whatever body composition um, you want. It really just depends on the kind of life you want to live. If you want to be incredibly lean as a female, especially with really high muscle mass, then you are the lifestyle you're going to live, depending a little bit on how well and easily your body builds muscle and a couple of other factors. Um, you are probably going to need to spend more time exercising. And if you love doing that, great. If you don't love doing that, then you're probably not going to want that. You know, it's this. all of this should really be about choice, not about shame, laziness, greed, character flaws, self-worth, all of this nonsense that it's become. And I think it's really hard for those um, people and clients that I work with who, who are in bigger bodies, who do have higher body fat percentages, because there is so much judgment, bias, prejudice, and to be honest, complete misinformation out there. If you are in a in a body where you feel like you have a lot of additional body fat, it will be because the system you are in has failed you. It is very unlikely that it's that you have a higher body fat percentage than what you want because you're just sitting and eating McDonald's every day. Because if that was the case, and if you really want to change your body fat, you'd probably just stop eating McDonald's as much and you'd make some food from scratch. Most people I work with are making food from scratch. They're actually eating well. They probably eat less than I do, yet they are like three, four, five stone heavier than I am. It's because the system has failed. This idea of eat less, burn more, create a 500 calorie deficit, increase your exercise, try and eat less, eat some more carbohydrates, take this fat absorbing medication, have this fat burning tea. That system, that dieting system, the science that we have, the services, the help that you often get offered if you are looking to reduce your body fat generally doesn't work. And the whole system has failed you and made you think it's your fault, your laziness, your greed, your whatever. Whereas actually a lot of this just comes down to biology and choice. I kind of went on a tangent there, but it really, it's a real bee in my bonnet because (laughs) just people think it's their fault. Like, I don't know, like, and people, if you look at someone in a larger body, we have been trained by culture to just assume they are a lazy, greedy person that just sits and eats Snickers every day. Whereas maybe they do, but a lot of people I work with don't. Like I look at their food diaries and I'm like, okay, there is definitely like a metabolic disease happening here because you eat half the calories I do, yet your body will not use your own fat storage for energy. Even though you have lots of it, 
it will not. Whereas my, I eat twice as much as they do, yet my body will use the tinier, the much smaller in comparison fat stores that I have. My body will use that. That is the difference between me and that person in front of me. It is not that I eat, I often eat more than them. It's not necessarily because I do more exercise than them. I have a client at the moment that does probably just as much, probably runs more than I do, does more exercise, expends more energy than I do, yet has a much higher body fat percentage. So this isn't about um, their body, you know, people's character flaws. This is about often biology gone wrong. (laughs) And there's some great books about that. I had a client, I've not actually read this book, uh, book called The Obesity Code, which a client read and loved because um, this particular client had been totally failed by the system and she'd followed all the quote-unquote right stuff to do she'd calorie counted she'd exercise she'd reduced her portion size she'd followed um, like the NHS thing she'd done so many things in the past like 20 years and was unable to lose weight and carried a lot of additional fat with her and she didn't eat much she ate whole food she made food from scratch like the system had totally failed her since she was a child. She was put on this system, put on this train, this weight loss train from being a teenager. And it had failed her again and again for 20 years. And now society blames her. Oh, anyway, (laughs) sorry. This is what I deal with on a week to week basis with people. And it breaks my heart (laughs) because it just feels so unjust. Anyway, anyway, let's bring it back. Because yeah, bring that adrenaline level down. (laughs) So what am I talking about today? I'm going to be sharing with you the kind of two-step process to shifting your body fat, primarily just using this as uh, myself as an example here, but this is what I do with clients as well on a a broader scale. So because I think you should be able to be whatever size you want to be, full stop, and you're a grown adult and if you feel, if you know that your knees would be healthier and happier, if you like were two stone less in weight, if you shifted your body fat, then you should know how to do that. And that can be way easier and simpler than you think, honestly, I promise. So a little bit, I'm kind of using myself here as the case study in real time. So FYI. So I um, used to struggle with my weight as a teenager, joined a dieting club, age 11, a slimming world. I, at the time it was counting sins and weighing bread and eating Muller light yogurts and skimmed milk and all of those kind of things. Lost about two or three stone. Um, generally managed to keep that off as long as I followed this, like, you know, that framework was always in my mind of counting sins and counting stuff and weighing stuff and weighing my porridge oats in the morning and buying, you know, the, like, the low calorie bread that literally just disintegrates as you pick. It's like, I'm eating like, I don't know. Just anyway, it makes me laugh. Muller lights and low calorie bread. What a joke. <laughs> so that's a little bit of my history. But thankfully, as I started to enter um, and heal my gut, my body, my hormones, my thyroid, my weight has fluctuated a bit over the years, but I have generally been able to maintain my weight with very little drama. Um, or issues because I learned, I just had to learn early on through my own health issues and chronic diarrhea and all these kind of stuff that were a struggle as a teenager. I just was on this journey. I was forced on this journey early and I'm actually really grateful for that. I didn't have to wait until I was 40 when all of a sudden everything caught up with me. Everything caught up with me at like age 12. So, uh, oh, sorry, my heater just came on. Bear with. 
So for the past, I don't know, 10 years or so, my rate's been relatively stable. It's maybe gone up a stone or two here and there, but who cares? (laughs) It's my thoughts. Um, And then I had my son. So when I had my first pregnancy, I gained a fair bit of weight. don't really know how much, but probably definitely by the time, like, you know, he was like four months old. I probably had a good um, stone and a half, two stone. Um, I tend to work in stone and I don't know exactly. These are rough guesses, guys. I don't weigh myself on like a regular basis because I just don't really care. And I still remember I went to a dieting club age 11 where you'd go, you'd go to the club, you'd stand on the scales, you'd talk about it, everyone would clap you. You know, I still have a bit of PTSD about that. <laughs> so I'm, I have to be quite mindful that I've, because I was taught from a young age that that scale really mattered, that that scale was like how you get approval and friends and how you become worthy, essentially. So I still have to be careful of that. Anyway, so I gained a bunch of weight. And then when after my son, I didn't lose weight after my first pregnancy really quickly. But probably by the time he was like a year, a year and a couple of months, I was back to the size I probably was before. And then I started training for a half marathon. So I accidentally slash unintentionally probably lost a chunk of more weight. And I was probably the slimmest I've been as an adult between training for my half marathon because I had to stop running for many years, even though I love running. I love it so much. Um, due to hip injuries, but I did loads of body work, support, chiropractic, physio during my pregnancy and after my pregnancy, and I was able to start running again. So anyway, side note. Then I got pregnant with my twins. I was incredibly sick with them, lost a lot of weight in the pregnancy, did a bit of research and found that there were some pediatric consultants, not pediatrics, anyway, some specialists and doctors around twins really recommend gaining more weight than recommended for singleton pregnancies when you're having a multiple pregnancy. So the idea was, I think on average, you want to gain something like what? This is not accurate. This is just an example. Around like 30 to like 35 pounds or something for a a singleton pregnancy. For a twin pregnancy, it was recommended to be more like 40 to 50 pounds. Um, So a good chunk more in order to, and the reason for that was to improve the birth outcomes for twins because twin multiple births in general come with a lot more risk. Um, as, I, as I've now learned, didn't know that before. So anyway, I just gained a ton of weight with the girls and intentionally did so. And um, by the time, obviously you lose weight when they're born because the baby comes out, the placenta comes out, the water comes out, all those kind of things. But probably by the time they were like three or four months old, there was probably like a good two. Watch it, I do know how much I weighed. I was about 180 pounds. There we go, because I did actually weigh myself then because I had no idea how much I'd gained or lost or whatever. So, um, and then in this past year, I kind of focused on it a little bit last year because uh, I just made some kind of key changes to my diet and I have just not really thought about it and kind of effortlessly lost a bit of weight. And then recently thought, you know what, it's been a year since the girls have been born, over a year now. I'd really like to just build a bit more muscle because I was bed bound for a lot of their pregnancy and lost a lot of muscle mass. Anyway, and a lot of my incredible fitness that I'd built up for my half marathon training all literally went down the toilet because I was stuck in bed for about four months. And, you know, that you get muscle wastage and all those kind of, I don't know, wastage is maybe too strong a word. But um, so I've thought, you know what, over the next couple of months, I just want to get a bit leaner. I'm going to be intentional about it. I'm going to be kind about it. I'm going to be loving around it. But that's what I want to do. So I just realized actually 
from knowing my body, I have a really clear two-step process I want to share with you that is just making this for me like a real like no drama process, if that makes sense. It's just, the reason is, it's because I know my body well and I know I have like these steps, if that makes sense. So step one, and this is, this is the step I already had in place. Like I knew this, but for a lot of people, a lot of clients that I work with, we, this is where we begin. And step one is, I just, I call it is learning what your dials are. So this is a metaphor, is thinking about, um, all, think about different dials that you would have, like for tuning a radio, for example, or on your oven, or like, you know, just turning dials. And what you need to figure out for your body, if you want to shift your body fat, is what are the key metrics? What are the key dials that you need to turn up and turn down to enable your body to shift and burn more fat? What are those key metrics for you? What are the key things that you need to reduce, that you need to increase? And not, I'm not talking about what 20 things you need to do. I'm looking like three, four things. What are the most important things for you? What are the things that are going to make the biggest difference when it comes to your metabolism and body fat percentage? And this is unique to all of us. So this is why you just downloading some dieting book and following it might give you some results, but chances are they won't last or your results will be mediocre because you are you are applying somebody else's metrics or somebody else's dials, not your own. So it's really, really important. And I would say do not proceed until you do this. And this requires detective work. It also requires, it also means that you, you need to take a bit of time. Like so often people will go, I want to lose weight. They decide this on Saturday. So on Monday, they're like, I'm doing this meal replacement. You know, they're starting it straight away. Was this forces you to slow down, to listen to your body and to address the question of why you have additional body fat on your body. If you do not address that question, you will not see the results or sustain results that you want. I'll say that again. If you do not answer the question or find out why it is you have too much body fat or more body fat than what you want on your body, if you do not address that question, the results you see will either be mediocre or they will not last. They'll just be a part of this yo-yoing framework dieting BS thing that's ultimately worse for your metabolism in the long run really important. So what does this look like? What might your dials be? What are some of the key metrics? Well, in a lot of my clients, it's things like um, their thyroid. Your thyroid controls your metabolism. Always want to check in with that with clients that want to shift body fat. Sleep, a huge one. Your gut health, a huge one. Your hormonal health, your sex hormones, your cortisol, adrenaline, your HPA axis, your uh, inflammation. Do you have a lot of inflammation going on? Do you have certain medications that you take that would increase your likelihood? Is there metabolic resistance? Are you a yo-yo dieter and you've lost and gained the same three stone like five times in the last decade? That will have caused metabolic damage. Those are some of the key things. There's lots of other stuff happening. Um, your insulin management, obviously, looking at leptin and ghrelin, but what are the key metrics for you? What are the, and also this might be from past experience. What do you know works for you and what doesn't work? Maybe you've tried calorie counting and it does not work. Maybe you've tried intermittent fasting and it did not work. Maybe you've tried Slimming World and it did not work or paleo or keto or vegan. Take note, do not do things that do not work. I know that sounds really obvious, but people will be like, 
Well, I tried intermittent fasting before and I felt really awful and tired. And I think I ended up binging on sugar. But you know what? I'll just try that again because maybe it will work this time. It's, it's Why do we do this? It's so illogical. So really figuring out what is answering that question of why, and then really looking at what has worked for you before. Um, what has felt sustainable? Where have you been able to see sustainable results? So maybe, for example, maybe you started going to Zumba classes a few years ago. You really enjoyed them. You felt like you got more toned through doing that. You maybe lost a little bit of weight, not loads, but a little bit. And you have sustained that. You keep, in general, going to regular Zumba classes and you love it. That would be something that has worked for you. Exercise, classes, seeing people, you know, upping your cardiovascular stuff. That has worked for you. Maybe you tried a period of time where you um, ate eggs for breakfast instead of toast. And actually you you felt really good doing it. It felt easy for you to do. Your energy was better, but you kind of just got out the habit of it and you don't really know why. That would be a great thing to go back to. So really about the thing, think about the things that have worked for you where you have seen results before, as well as really figuring out and answering the question of why it is that you have more body fat. So if we're taking this, if we're using me as an example, why is if I got more body fat on my body? Um, well, I had twins, so I deliberately gained extra weight. Pregnancy creates a little bit of insulin resistance. You tend to store more body fat. Also for the first, I don't know, four months of my twin's life, I basically was eating like brownies for breakfast and just cake. And I was eating whole food stuff, you know, low sugar, but like there was just a lot of cake. <laughs> not gonna lie. A lot of cake, a lot of coffee fueled the first few months of Luna and Rainbow's life, which I'm totally fine with. My priority at that point in my life was not burning fat. It was making milk <laughs> and staying sane. So that and that's and then this is a really clear example. So that's easy for me, but for you it might be that might be where you know you come and work with me and we run thyroid labs, gut labs. We check in with your hormones. We um, check in with your insulin. I've got a client, a couple of clients right now where they are checking in with their with blood glucose monitoring, a continuous blood glucose monitor, even though they're not diabetic or pre-diabetic, because one of their key things is weight loss and they've lost and gained weight and they've created metabolic um, issues. And so now we need to check in and see what is happening with their insulin. Because if your insulin is out of whack, you won't lose weight. It's, it's like, you just won't. It's really simple. So that's step one. You need to learn what are your key metrics? What are your key dials? And what are the things that do you know that if you dial them up works for you or if you dial them down works for you? So for example, the dialing down might be, you know what? I'm gonna start having eggs for breakfast instead of cereal. So you dial down the cereal and you dial up maybe your Zumba class, for example. So really think step one is figuring out why and figuring out what your key dials are. So for me, I know this already. So this wasn't something I had to figure out. I know that for me, my body responds from a fat loss perspective really well to exercise, especially things like running and um, cardiovascular stuff. It just works well. Some other people, their body works much better with more weight bearing stuff. I do both. I do lift weights and I run, but that works well for me. Sleep. Also, I know for me that when I am sleep deprived, and my sleep is of poor quality, I tend to eat more sugar and want more caffeine, and that impedes my 
body fat percentage and body composition. I also know for me that I have some detox issues. I have an MTHFR SNP um, or gene mutation. So I know supporting my liver and detoxing is important. I also know in the past 18 months, I've had a lot of drugs from epidurals during my birth to um, medicated during my pregnancy due to sickness there and painkillers for a long time after having the girls were born just from birth stuff essentially. So I know there's a bit of liver work to do. I also know probably that there's a bit of gut stuff going on. Potentially I'm going to run a gut test and see. And I know for me that I, if I want to change my body fat percentage, now this is what works for me. Just to be clear, <laughs> this is not saying you need to do this, but I know for me that if I want to shift body fat, then actually redu- focusing on having slightly more carb, healthy carbohydrates and slightly less healthy fat works for me. Because for the last, if I want to maintain my weight, I tend to do a decent ratio, like split between fat, protein, and carbs. If I want to shift my body fat, for me, I know I want to slightly reduce those healthy fats and slightly increase the carbs. For other people, it's the opposite way around. They want to increase the fat and decrease the carbs. So I just know that works for me. And that information, guys and gals and people and humans, is so empowering. So I'm not being like, oh no, I don't know what works. So I'm not thinking I need to start some crazy diet. I also know what doesn't work for me. Intermittent fasting, a high fat, low carb diet, um, eating things with like sugar-free aspartame processed food. That doesn't work for me. Um, what doesn't else doesn't work for me? Eating tons of salads because it's winter and cold, so that doesn't work for me. Uh, meal replacement stuff generally doesn't work for me. Um, sweet breakfasts don't tend to work for me. You know, all of these kind of things. I have kind of my key dials and my key metrics. So step two, if you then want to shift your body fat, you know what your dials are, you know what your metrics are. So then you pick a couple of things, not a lot, a couple of things. You then turn your dials up or down based on what you want and based on what you have capacity for. So that's a really important part of this. Just because you know that in the past your body's responded really well to regular Pilates and dog walking, for example, you might you might not have the capacity for that right now. So figuring out what you actually want and what you have capacity for is really important. But for example, what this looks like for me is I'm dialing up running mainly because I love it. I re- I'm one of those weird people. I really love it. I love running away from my children. <laughs> I love, I live near the countryside, so I scamper across fields and up hills and like, it's just so good for my mental health. And it also works for my body fat percentage. So that's like a win-win, but I mainly do do it because I love it. I'm not saying everyone should start running, but I know that that's my dial. So what am I doing? If I've decided, you know what, right now I want to shift my body fat. Yep. That's definitely something I want. And it's worth saying with the, what do you want? It's really worth, I sat with this for a good couple of weeks. Do I want to shift my body fat or am I, is this a self-worth issue or is this just a practical body composition issue? Because we have infused the two in our culture and they are not the same thing. So I sat with this before I did anything for a few weeks to be like, do I actually want to shift my body fat or is this just like cultural conditioning and me having a bit of a self-esteem wobble? when shifting my body fat is not going to change this? Or is this what I really want? Do I really do I really want to be leaner and stronger and fitter with more muscle mass? And the conclusion I came to was, yes, I genuinely do want to have more muscle, slightly less fat, but the main thing I want is to feel strong, fit, and resilient. That is what I want. Also, I know 
that I need that to <laughs> for my children. <laughs> like, I, you know, I sometimes feel like being a parent is a bit of an athletic sport in itself. So anyway, so being really clear on what, on what do you want and why do you want it? Because you don't have to change your body composition at all. I really want to give you permission for that. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And I know that's not culturally what we get told, but I'm telling you, just because you're maybe, I don't know, four stone more, air quotes, than you air quotes should be, doesn't mean that needs to change. It's your body. You get to do what you like. It's really about what do you want and why do you want it? You don't You don't need to change your body composition ever. In fact, you might decide you want to gain more fat. I, I help clients do that as well. It's the same thing. It's the same process, same two-step process. Some people come to me underweight and they can't gain weight. Same process. Okay, so what do you want? And also, then it's what you have capacity for. So for me right now, I don't have capacity for some in-depth, complicated, different way of eating. I don't have capacity right now to completely overhaul the way that I eat. That's okay. So I'm not doing that. (laughs) I'm turning, I'm focusing on the dials that I know work and making tweaks that I know will work for me based on science, based on my body. So what's one thing What's one thing I'm dialing up? I'm dialing up running because I love it. It's great for my mental health. It's great for my heart. It's great for getting outside. For me, it really works. Next thing I'm doing is dialing down the healthy fat. I love me some healthy fat. Avocados, cheese, butter, dark chocolate, nuts, nut butter, um, MCT oil, olive oil, homemade mayonnaise, I love all the healthy fats and they are great for you. But I want my body to burn some of my own fat. So if I just keep eating the same amount of healthy fats, I kind of need to give my body an opportunity to burn my, my own fat if that's what I want. So I know for me, again, this is my personal dial. I'm just dialing down some of the healthy fat. I'm not removing it and I'm not eating quote unquote low fat I'm just not adding butter to everything. I'm not adding cheese to everything. You know, gratings of cheese and goat's cheese. I am not adding MCT oil to, well, actually that's probably a different one, but I'm not drizzling all my salads with tons of olive oil. And I am still eating dark chocolate because it makes me happy. (laughs) So, and I'm just thinking, I'm not just adding tons of healthy fat all the time. I am having healthy fat, but I'm just being aware of it. I'm just dialing that down a little bit. And I am dialing up my protein levels so that I can make sure that I stay really full and satiated. So that's the only shift I'm making in my diet is I'm eating, these are tweaks. I'm not going low fat here. I've not got like extra low fat yogurt. I don't eat yogurt, but that is not in the fridge. And I am using butter. I'm just not adding tons of butter because to be honest, I was eating a lot of fat. Post having the girls and trying to gain weight for the girls, eating lots of fat is a great way to gain fat. So I was eating a lot of fat and then with trying to up my milk supply when I was breastfeeding them, Bet your bottom dollar I was adding butter and cheese and dark chocolate, all the healthy fats to try and make my breast milk as nutrient dense as possible. And also fat just tastes really nice, doesn't it? Like chocolate, cheese, butter. I mean, yum. But I'm just, I'm, it's just a simple thing. Okay, I'm just dialing that down a little bit and just um, tweaking that as it were, and dialing up protein. So for me, that's using protein powder, collagen, and making sure that I am having regular amounts of like fish and probably leaner meats as well. But I'm thinking about that slightly, not really, just just a bit. Um, and yeah, that's basically how what I'm doing food-wise, what I'm dialing up, what I'm dialing down. And then I'm also dialing up 
rest. My sleep right now is okay, but it still does get interrupted by one of my three children. So, and if I've noticed that I um, am a bit more, been a bit more anxious the last couple of weeks, so I'm dialing up my yoga nidra. So rest, meditation, because if you are chronically stressed, chances are you'll store more fat a lot of the time. So that's what that's looked like for me. So for other clients that that's looked like recently, where we're looking at body composition, for them, it has meant dialing down gluten and dialing down dairy and dialing up healthy protein. For other clients, that has meant dialing up detox support. So infrared saunas, dry skin brushing, hot Epsom salt baths, colonics, enemas, these kind of things. For other clients right now, I'm just thinking through all the clients I've got. Um, another client right now, we're also dialing up their sleep quality. That's something that they're really honing in on, improving their melatonin levels and their circadian rhythm. Um, that might mean for you, um, I know with one client, she went and um, reviewed her thyroxine medication with her doctor because she felt like that needed to be tweaked. So this can look like lots of different things, but the actual strategy can be really simple. Number one, you need to know your body. What are you dialing up and what are you dialing down? What are the key metrics for you? And why is it? Why do you have more fat on your body than what you want? Because the answer to that could be varied. It could be because of comfort eating and binge eating. It could be because your thyroid's become sluggish. It could be because you have, um, you're chronically stressed and therefore your cortisol's really high, adrenaline's high and that's making your blood sugar out of balance and that means you store more fat. It could be that you're a yo-yo dieter and you have create, you've got metabolic damage from your years of gaining and losing weight, which is a real thing, FYI. It could be that you've started a new medication, really figuring out, that why and this doesn't need to take ages and if you're really stuck with this this is you know this is a podcast I have to give general advice here but if you're wanting personalized advice this is when you come and work with me because this is what I figure out is like oh what are your dials let's gather the data let's gather the stuff in I've got a client right now that this is the state this is the stage we're at they've got continuous glu- blood glucose monitoring we're waiting on some gut test results we are looking um, they're running uh, some labs with their GP um, checking in with all of these things we're experimenting with just switching up their breakfasts and their macronutrient ratio we're figuring out what are the dials here and it's so so important because also once you know this is really empowering information you can do something about that or you cannot because it's your body you can have whatever body fat percentage you want but I really don't like it when people don't feel like they can like they feel stuck like no matter what they do they can't lose weight they could never be that size yes you can and I think that that doesn't feel good that people feel stuck you should be able to be aware it's the question is do you want it can you be bothered to do it and do you have capacity for it because just because you um you might want to lose weight a little bit or like change your body fat a little bit but if you're really not that bothered that's totally fine like there is bigger fish to fry in the world so do have permission what do you actually want what do you have capacity for and what can you be bothered to do most of the past year I've not been bothered to shift my body fat why because I've been focusing on babies and healing and recovering and supporting my pelvic floor and getting sleep and you know all of this sort of stuff and that's fine don't just just decide don't make it wrong you don't want to lose weight right now don't don't do it. You're amazing, beautiful, and you can be healthy at the size you're at, generally speaking. I'm not too sure if the whole health at every size thing works because, anyway, I should do another podcast on that. 
I think we should love ourselves and be kind to ourselves at every size and we have permission to be whatever size we want but um, body fat is active if that makes sense. Additional body fat on your body isn't like this passive thing. It it's, it disrupts your hormones and it is generally, I think, linked in research with high risk of various health issues moving forward. Anyway, that was a bit of a side note and I'll make a note of it. Maybe do a whole other episode on that. But that is the two-step process. It's quite simple. You've got to look at why you've got the body fat you have now. You've got to look at what your key metrics and dials are. Step one. Step two, turn the dials up turn the dials down based on what you want, what you can be bothered to do and what you have capacity for. If you want help doing this, doing this process and applying this process to your life, your preferences, your stage of life, your age, your health issues, your food, this is what I do with clients. Book in your Zoom call with me. It's free, totally complimentary, doesn't commit you to anything and we can just kind of run through Okay, like I'll probably be able to give you from our conversation like a rough idea of what I think your key like metrics and dials might be, give you an idea of what your personalized program is, and then you can go and have a think about what's going to work for you. So you can book that at keziahall.com forward slash book and we can chat it through because it's, it's, you know, I can't, I don't know exactly what's happening in your body. So that's why we need to have a conversation to get that personalized support and that is also where my clients see incredible results because they are not just applying some generic formula of like do this eat this way no what they see incredible results because we figure out why they've gained weight why they have more fat on their body to begin with what their key dials are and we make a simple but effective plan based on those to sum up we dial some things up we dial some things down, they see results, everyone's happy, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> so that must be a channel from Friends thing. Anyway, I hope this is helpful for you. Um, let me know any of the questions you have. Do book in your call, casualhall.com forward slash book, and we can chat this through. We can apply this two-step process to you and your body. I'd love to do that. Um, so I'd love to chat with you soon. Otherwise, have an amazing day and know that your body is yours. You, it can be the size, whatever size you want it to be. And it is beautiful, it is worthy as it is, but you should also be empowered with the knowledge of how to care for it, shift it and change it if you want. That's my opinion anyway. Okay, lots of love. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you're looking for more in-depth, personalized support, then remember, I'm currently taking on new clients so we could get started working together super soon. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you and answer all of your questions and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book, book in your call with me and we can chat super soon on Zoom, which would be really fun. It'd be like a podcast, but where you can reply, (laughs) which is always fun. So I would love to chat with you. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book and we can just chat it through. This is a really chilled, informal chat. No pressure, no weird sales techniques, just a chat on Zoom. And feel free to bring a cup of tea, okay? I look forward to speaking to you soon.